0: Another exciting episode of The Legion on Zoom. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another episode of The Legion on Zoom. The usual, the great, the honorable, the
1: the honorable. All right, and I am Miguel,
0: and I'm Rod. What's up? What's happening? A lot of shit, man. Fucking in front of my fan, hot as balls. The weather's crazy, but I'm alive, so I'm grateful. It'd be like that. But happy Juneteenth. Word. People. Happy Juneteenth the Let's fucking about federal June holiday. Word. No we word. We almost plowed into some fucking comic book related news without even mentioning such a brolic historic moment. And yeah, it's the word brolic. <laughs> happy Juneteenth, everybody. Fucking like should have been obvious a long time ago that this should have been a federal holiday. What the fuck?
1: I know, I know, I know. Finally, it happened. And I think I've noticed, I think over the last year, last two years, institu- I think Columbia, like, you know, uh, you know, we are places where we, we, we have to say that, like, you know, they recognized it and, and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's interesting to, to see that finally now the fucking federal government recognized the whole damn thing, while at the same time, a lot of other states are banning like critical race theory and stuff like that to be taught in schools. <laughs> so it's just like, oh, yeah, okay. what is that? It's, it's like ba- it, 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 it's like the theory, or, like or understanding, like the history as well of like what race is in the United States and and what it means and what it represents and the history behind it. And so basically, the reason why, like you know, you, you can celebrate Juneteenth, but you can't know what it's about, <laughs> you know, and, like have why... nothing
0: about the history. <laughs> okay, so I have a question. So, do you think like if they taught critical race theory in the Marvel universe, they would include um like the history of um. Wakanda and shit, like with the United States and like, would they be part of the critical race theory in the Marvel universe if it was taught in schools?
1: Oh, that's a very good point. I think so, but it would be different depending on if it's critical race theory and then depending how broad it gets, right? If it's focused within, because then it's all very different across different countries, but I do think they would incorporate Wakanda because to show you this is how it's fucking done.
0: Yeah, word. because, and I was asking that essentially because if people remember, they kind of glossed over it, I feel like, but The reason why in the Black Panther movie, Killmonger kind of hated Wakanda was because they stood by during slavery and let people get taken away and didn't do shit. That's what brought Mm -hmm. that up. So that'd be pretty interesting. But yeah, we digress like a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, into some news. (laughs) In the news! Fucking... Batman can't eat no pussy on camera, man. What's going on with
1: that? <laughs> he cannot. I I really want to know what Rod thinks about this, because this is related to the Harley Quinn show. We've talked about this. Rod specifically has been raving about this show love a it. lot. It's a great fucking show. And we recently found out, I think it was one of the writers or some people involved in the show said that they had written a scene where Batman goes down on Catwoman and and that the like the execs were like, no, no, no. And then
2: technically quoting said heroes don't do that like what what that- yeah that's weird man and, and you know what now that it's out there i wouldn't be surprised if we get a movement to release the the cut like the the pussy cut or whatever you want to call it like nah. the cutalingus cut <laughs> like i'm down man
0: the cutalingus
2: and also like cuddlingus. you know batman him and barbara got it
0: on in the killing joke i hate that i fucking hate that i hate that so much not because it's like like i'm all for sex and superheroes not even that bruce shouldn't fuck barbara like not that not that relationship and then cock
2: blocking batman
0: oh yeah because bruce doesn't get enough ass as it is like the dude fucks at will he fucks to keep up appearances Like, that's crazy if you think about that.
1: (laughs) It's a duty for him. It's like, Like, fuck it. All right, gotta go get another model. Fuck it. You gotta make sure there's photos and stuff where people need to know (laughs) this happened.
0: (laughs) Where Tony's out here fucking trying to fuck everything he can in his suit getting lit. Bruce is like, ah, fuck. All right. How long has it been? It's a
2: facade for him.
0: Exactly. So it's like, like, I'm not a fan of that. Like, in certain aspects, he's horny as hell. Yet... Not that heroes don't do that. Like, I'm not with that shit. Of course they do. But the way they do it with Batman kind of makes no sense. Like, he shouldn't have gotten it on with Barbara, but I'm all for this Catwoman eating vagina on rooftop shit. It's unsanitary, but I'm with it. Wait, Catwoman's
2: <laughs> eating vagina on a rooftop? No, no, What's he's eating Catwoman's
0: here? vagina, apparently.
2: Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm sure. I, I, I can see
1: Catwoman, you know, swinging both both ways. You know, I don't know. But I, I agree with Chess. I did not like then the killing joke. Batman hooked up with, with that girl you know barbara i for me it's i always felt like isn't he like almost a daughter and like and in the yeah. animated series like he, uh, she dated uh uh dick right who's like a pseudo son of of bruce and it's like it's weird it's just like and i think batman is above that kind of drama stuff i don't know it'd be weird but exactly but 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 they let that fucking happen but they're like on a fucking comedy on a comedy show that's just ridiculous it's fucking crazy that they're like no that's where we draw the line like are you kidding me come on now and the, the saying dk because their heroes don't do that right like you know then are they really heroes then if they don't come
2: on now that no, no, the, no. the word is out, i feel like we're gonna get i don't know i think we're gonna get it and the fans you know the fans they're we're legion and now that they know that there is this new, this, this cut of whatever going down, and they're going to put the pressure on HBO Max.
0: And the, like, the obvious step that's coming, it's pun intended, consider what I'm about to say, porn parodies are about to hit the roof in popularity. Because like, oh, heroes don't do that? Here's Black Widow in a gangbang. Like, which is, I'm sure it's out there somewhere, some type of parody to that effect. Not that he- I would know in any way, shape, or form.
1: If you're listening to us right now on Spotify or anything, go to our YouTube and you'll see some wonderful <laughs> cosplay porn right now here. Uh, right now, enjoy. YouTube, don't ban us, don't take us off. You know, we do have chess in the red light, so it's perfect for the mood, the red light shit. <laughs> Facts, yeah. The
0: fucking district. <laughs> it's like a red light district in here. <laughs> um, I was going to try to make a transition of that red light district, but I can't. But I do know that the villain in the Kraven movie is epic as fuck. I haven't heard about this villain in a minute since the old school show on Fox Kids. It's going to be Chameleon, right? Or it's rumored or confirmed?
1: It's it's still a rumor. It's a rumor that Chameleon's going to be the villain for um, the Kraven solo film, right? Which is like, I have mixed feelings. I'm, I'm excited to see the Chameleon. I think he's a very cool villain. Um, and, and he has a big history with, with Spider-Man. But, like, I would rather see him come out as a villain in the Spider Man movie. Like, ah, okay, Craven, sure. I'm like, and also thinking, like, Craven knows
2: he doesn't really look like a chameleon, right? Like, why is he hunting him? Like, I don't know.
0: I think about Wait, that Boy George song, but...
2: Come, a, Come, a, Come, a, Come, a, Come, Come, Chameleon.
0: Yes. And shout out to Boy George during Pride Month. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of like the ultimate prey. I think they're playing this weird, like, alien versus predator shit. You know what I mean? It's like the ultimate hunter versus the ultimate prey. Who better than a sentient, you know, like, human chameleon man to run from Craven? Like, and they could twist it and, wait, um, I'm pretty sure it's going to be part of, like, the Spider-Man. There's no way this is, like, an isolated movie, right? That'd be stupid.
2: No, At no, no. Or, the Venomverse.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. They're within that kind of. It's the Sony that owns, right? Sony, right? That that owns these movies, and it's within that same universe. But yeah, there's still not full confirmation how much this connects to the MCU proper, and and you know, uh, a Tom Holland, and but we'll see, we'll see what happens.
2: I saw a headline on IG. It said, "What Tyrese confirms that Morbius is in the MCU." I'm like, first of all, why? Ty- what? <laughs> Is Tyrese in Morbius? Listen, How does he know this?
0: I had the same thoughts. I'm glad you bring it up. I consider any information from Tyrese as good as fighting. As good as? If not, better. All right. Tyrese has his finger on the pulse. If he says Morbius is in the MCU, I'm going to believe Tyrese. That's just how I roll.
1: All right, so he's actually in the movies. So that's why I was also like,
0: "What the fuck?" I just googled it. He is playing
1: Simon Stroud.
0: That sounds familiar.
1: Who? Aha! Uh-huh, right, like who? I'm not sure who Simon Stroud is, but I'm about to
2: do it. And
0: even if he wasn't in the movie, I would still believe him. though.
2: Oh, I think it's just like a cop. I thought it was just a random commentary. He's in the cut. Like, yeah, he's in the. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought it was
2: just like a him
0: comment. Wait, 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 and, then, wait. and even if he was in the gut, like who was interviewing him about that? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's, why did it end up in an article? <laughs> like, but. Like Was he being interviewed
1: for something specific or was this like a TMZ kind of thing? They caught him walking down the street and he's like, yo, hey, hey, Morbius is in the MCU. Peace
2: out. That's how I imagined it. He's coming out of Applebee's.
0: (laughs) First thoughts on Morbius. (laughs) But a quick side note, I give him props for the little push he did to be cast as Green Lantern a while back. You guys remember? He tried to be Jon Stewart and shit, I think.
2: I don't don't remember, though. I know Common did. Common was almost Green Lantern and uh Immortal, Justice League Mortal or Immortal, whatever.
0: That would have been wavy. That would have been wavy. That's the movie we need.
2: <laughs> not, means... not anymore.
1: I mean. Yo, but sp- Nick- speaking of movies that we need, we've been talking about the Flash movie, the Flashpoint movie. Uh, it's been fucking being, you know, filmed already. It's it's on, you know, they're on set, whatever, like on location, actually. I think they're they're filming it. And the director's been Teasing some shit, right? The biggest tease was a few weeks ago on National Donut Day. They showed us the Batman fucking logo, not just any Batman, fucking Michael Keaton's Batman. And what they just, what he just teased today, actually, fellas, today, brand spanking news, um, is uh Sasha Kaye's supergirl, uh, her her costume, her outfit. Just the, you know, just the main part, right? The fucking S, the chest.
0: Listen, man, as long as it's better than what the fuck we're getting on Superman and Lois, I'm okay with it.
1: You shut your mouth. Better?
0: Yeah, but, I, okay. I, I mean anything could be better than that trash costume on that amazing show. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. trash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Like, like the show is lit, which we will be getting to that eventually, fans. You guys wait for our complete and total group treatment. On the sleeper hit of the fucking season, but that's I think that's right, it. hell yeah, dude, yeah. Anything, and I'll take anything. I'll take anything they give me. I don't care. Like they set the bar so low because of Superman and Lois with the Superman costume that they could give me anything with Supergirl. And I'll take it because I believe what was her name? Um, Melissa Benoist, the Supergirl yeah. from the CW. Look at me getting names right. Um, <laughs> her suit was valid. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like it was, like it wasn't super, great, but it was pretty valid. I liked it. Yeah, anybody see
2: anybody else see shades of Snyderverse in the design? Like, I'll put that up now. That one looks kind of similar to Henry Cavill's S, like very textured and with like miniature. I don't know if it's Kryptonian patterns or not. It was on Henry Cavill's costume. I don't know about this one, but I mean, I'm looking forward to seeing how she looks in the flesh. It it would be great if she is from the Snyderverse because for the deep cuts Snyderverse fans, we have an unanswered question. With the original Kryptonian ship from Man of Steel that has an Mm. open uh, capsule, you know, and we don't know what happened. The other corpse was still there. We see it in Justice League and in Man of Steel, but we don't know what happened there. So... It'd be yeah. cool if, if that movie could come and tie up some loose ends because, you know, Ben Affleck is in it. So, I, yeah. I'm oh, still...
0: sh- yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I was going to say like, oh, shit. But I'm like, I keep getting surprised every time I hear that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah.
1: And I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, yeah. When I saw the image, it looks like uh like Henry Cavill's fucking Superman suit. Right. It has the same kind of texture. And, and you bring up a great point. Exactly. Because that they have that loose end. Right. And we already have. Right. We have fucking Ben Affleck, this is Bruce Wayne coming back as Batman. And we have Ezra Miller's flash, right? So it's already like, it's kind of hard. Like what are you, they're going to have to acknowledge it somehow, right? We can't just fucking pretend like that never happened or something, unless it's the flashpoint, right? And that's the whole point, but we'll see.
0: Dude, I feel like all parties involved have, like, uh, one foot in and one foot out. Fucking, well, I mean, as far as the executives go, because they still have a foot in the Snyderverse and a foot trying to get rid of it. Any money bet, if this Flash movie makes money and they check the commentaries and people want the Snyderverse, they'll try to make another Man of Steel. If Henry Cavill sees that all this shit is up and popping, everything is going, the circus is still moving, he'll come back as Superman. Everyone is literally just playing a game of touch and go with the Snyderverse. That's the vibe I'm getting.
2: Except for Dwayne Johnson, he's like, "Yo, my movie." Oh, not Facts. Period.
0: <laughs> yes. No, but facts, But I think, I think,
1: watch Warner thing. Brothers try to tell him no. You know,
0: yeah, we're like, give him that that
1: eyebrow.
2: Yeah, <laughs> the I, people's I, eyebrow. But
0: <laughs> yeah. fucking, he'll buy Warner Brothers like it's it's in the Snyderverse. Like it's in there now because I'm in here inside you. Oh. That's how the that conversation would go. <laughs> <laughs> but. Talking about things that I don't want to be inside of, we got some bad news. There's another fucking game from Marvel on the way. And the reason why I'm saying bad news, they set the bar so low with Avengers. I still haven't finished it yet. I keep saying I'm going to try it. You can go back and quote me from past episodes. I still haven't done it.
2: And it's you've been trash. pressuring you've been pressuring us to play it. I'm like, why, dude? There's so much other cool shit. Fuck that because game.
0: We owe it to the fans to do a co-op experience at the Avengers. I'm not
2: going to martyr
1: myself for the fans. Sorry. Uh, we owe it to the fans to tell them to stop. Do not get the game. Don't play it. We, we at least did that already. We already fucking, how much was it? 60 bucks or something fucking to get it? Yeah. It nah, man. We don't make money off of the podcast. So that was just straight. <laughs> We're in deficits right now.
0: But facts: We are literally all about sixty bucks in the hole because of this podcast. <laughs> Effectively, because of buying Avengers.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was surprised to hear you uh, speak about it so negatively. Because, like, I, you've been you've been trying to get us to play Marvels Avengers a lot. You've even been saying like it's not that bad, guys. Like, you know this and that. You know, but because I, now they're making the fucking Guardians of the Galaxy version. I don't know if you guys saw the fucking video uh, of it. it, it kinda, I saw images. Yeah, it looks the same and then what's i think what's even worse maybe i don't know it's like because also you're supposedly only playing as star lord so it's not really even a guardians of the galaxy game it's a star lord game you know with oh, supporting
2: so it's like kingdom hearts and they just follow you around like your your friends
0: and then uh, yes what bothers me about this whole shit is like if this game sucks which it might is like square enix why'd you guys let him do that was it because you guys needed the money? They just let them call the shots and they're not game makers? You know what I mean? It's kind of like, what company made the Avengers game? Was it also Square Enix? Yeah. Yes. Like, how does that company allow that game? Like, there's no way they thought that game was good.
1: And it's a mix like, of studios, too, because it's like it's like Square Enix is the publisher, and the developers for, like, Marvel's Avengers was a mix of Crystal Dynamics, Eidos Montreal, and some other ones, you know, just Nixus Software, Crystal Northwest, Ados Interactive. And and from some of those are the same ones involved in Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. So it's like, I'm not, you guys are not making me hopeful that this game will be better, that you learn from, you know, it's like, especially with how quickly they're coming out, like coming out, like. They haven't even released all the, uh, the DLCs for Marvel's Avengers, which supposedly, right, that uh, the Black Panther one is going to be the one that makes the game good. Or like when they get released Spider-Man, that's what's going to make it good. And th- now they're like, you know what? Fuck that. Let's just do this new game
2: <laughs> instead. Just get distracted with that. And they also use the I need a hero. That's my second <laughs> song of the day, people. I heard that song three times, right? It was in Yo, uh, I was Masters just thinking that universe. too. Yeah, it was in that Guardians of the Galaxy, and then again in Loki episode two, which we'll dive into a little after La Noticia
0: bro Steve. yo Bo- bonnie tyler is fucking raking into royalties if she's still alive <laughs>
2: i was gonna ask you is she alive <laughs> to get this money so <laughs> that is her why estate?
0: that is why i definitely followed up with that because i have no, no idea we Shout could
1: google it but but if you're out there listening call us let us know if you're alive <laughs> let us know that you're doing
2: all right <laughs> and if we had a hotline like like, call us live
0: <laughs> Bro, we should try that one day. I
2: wonder if anybody, would anybody call guys? Let us know. <laughs> them, would you call us and talk to us.
0: We'll get Howard Stern fans. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> and now there's some epicness out there in the streets. I hear rumbling. The Titans are coming. We're getting a season three. The Titans are coming all over us, all over everybody. There's a lot of Titan come oh. and I can't wait guys. We got to watch the trailer for the fans. Let's do the damn thing. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Fuck yes. And Activate we're on our way.
2: the Zoom Tube. And let's go. We-
0: Holy shit. Titan season three. We're back. They're back. I'm in. I'm giving it like a 7.5 before I see it.
1: All right, mm, That's before, fair. Be, so and it, it's a seven point five before you see anything because you haven't <laughs> seen the show at all.
0: <laughs> no, I actually have seen this show, I've stated it before. I have to, I'm about actually about to hit season two. Like I'm taking my time with it, but I have watched the fucking show. right?
2: It's not the most impressive show, but there's Nightwing is in it played by Brenton Thwaites. I think you pronounce his name, and he's awesome. And the whole yeah. cast is awesome. It's just the writing yeah. gets weak. Typically mid season and it always starts really strong and then just kind of falters toward the end. But either way, we're getting the red hood this season. For the fans that don't know, that's Jason Todd. You know, he came back Word. as a renegade badass motorcycle angry dude, um, <laughs> who was also an anti-hero, you know. So I'm ready. Other shit. we get Blackfire this season. Uh, you know, for the Teen Titans fan, that's Starfire's uh, sister. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then and then. I think, especially like season one, although it got
1: weak after the you know halfway through it, it still stayed good though. I was still very hooked and entertained. And again, because a b- big thing, because in season two, no, like season two started cool and then it got really fucking crappy, and then it just kind of ended like I don't like. And I think a big difference between season one and season two was that they. Season two had a lot of shit going on. It was a big fucking story. We had fucking uh, 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 Connor Kent, right? The Superboy fucking being created and escaping and all that shit. We had Deathstroke. We had Deathstroke's son, uh, his daughter also involved, right? And then Nightwing becoming Nightwing. There was, a, and then the drug addiction stuff with with Hack, uh, Hawk and Dove. There Fuck. was a lot going on. In <laughs> season one was more, I felt it was a Dick Grayson story about he's Robin and, you know, and then he meets the rest of the Titans again. You know, he, he, they were friends before and then they're kind of forming the team again because of Raven. And it's more of a focus. That's the story. And it's they're focus on them and you kind of get glimpses into everything else. And, and that's why I think I liked it a lot because then because it, it all revolves around them getting together to help Raven, and then obviously then you know with Starfire appearing and all that kind of stuff, there's shit happening, right? But season two was just a lot, so I'm hoping that season three is just the story of Jason Todd, you know? Like I don't really want them to start bringing in other shit, like a lot. But apparently, Scarecrow is a key person involved in the, in the show, so. I hope that's the key villain and that's it. I don't know. What do you guys think?
2: Yeah, they tease the Joker, too. Maybe that's a flashback or who knows. I
0: don't <laughs> know, man. That shit seemed pretty recent because he had the costume on and yeah. like that That shit was pretty wild. Um, right. And, shit, you know, it.
1: and and that's the other thing that I'm hoping that they do do that properly because because I at the end of season two where I was spoilers obviously, you know, I guess for Chaz. I don't care. Is that Jason Todd, like, you know, quits the team basically. Right. And 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 then we find out that he's going to become the Red Hood. And so it's like, I hope they do him justice by beating him savagely to death, like in the comic books to make him the Red Hood. I was worried that he was just going to choose to become that. And at least from what we saw, that fucking looks legit. Looks like in the comic books. Right. With fucking Joker beating him with a fucking wrench um not in crowbar. some cabin not crowbar. in a, where- a crowbar my bad but yeah a crowbar not in some warehouse in fucking uh you know eastern <laughs> europe or something <laughs> and but in like a carnival kind of thing which is also very joker-esque and i'm with
0: it shit dude and fucking even before i started watching the show just because of all the shit that you mentioned earlier i always used to say because you could just extrapolate without watching it that the show is rushed, because all the shit that you mentioned, the creation of Superboy, the creation of Nightwing, having Deathstroke, those are all super long fleshed up detailed storyline. They do- crammed that shit in 10 episodes. Like, Yo,
2: Dr. Like, Light was also in season 2. The
0: yeah, whole thing.
1: The <laughs> whole thing. Do you know,
2: 20, it's a guilty pleasure, though. I'm not gonna lie. I do look I forward like, to that show every week. It's like, I'm because not gonna- <laughs> it's a DC, like... It's a little cheesy, but better than the CW on oh, average. 100%, yes. I mean, on yeah. average, because now Those we have Superman and Lois. Yeah, we're... Nah, no,
1: they're, they're <laughs> come way better than... You know, Superman and Lois is way better than that. But but yeah. they're a whole other separate, unique, unique thing. A unicorn. <laughs>
0: fucking Word. Yeah. Indeed. Fucking... But um, a quick shout-out to Titan Season 1, though, just to fucking prove to Miguel that I saw it. My favorite scene from Season 1 is when the negative man... Is cooking to ACDC's Thunderstruck.
2: Oh, in the to Doom me. Patrol episode. Yeah, in
0: the Doom Patrol episode. Oh, I'll be precise as fuck. Fuck you.
1: You just googled that. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my precise Google search. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I honestly cannot wait for season three. Though, and to be honest, you guys keep saying that season two sucks, and I know I've always said that it seems rushed. Wait, wait, wait. I can't wait.
2: wait. I didn't say it sucked. You, Just to yo, be clear. Are
0: you, I'm sure if we go back now said something of this I've time.
2: watched it like three times bro I <laughs> I quote Rod, Rod fucking uh
1: Martinez 2020 said this I show sucks. That's what he King said. Times. I remember well how about and, a, heard,
2: and it was like, some Latinos that like gave Nightwing his name It's La Ala Azul. I was like, yeah, bro, bring <laughs> that shit into it. I don't care if it was never part <laughs> of canon represent. <laughs> And you guys Speaking of, of Latino pride, not to deviate too much, but I actually went to the movies today. Uh, what the to, to Magic Johnson Wait, AMC? What? what? Bro, I hadn't seen. I hadn't been to the movies. What was the? What was the last fucking Joker before? What was the last movie before like quarantine? Like the last uh, superhero I, flick? I think Joker. I oh, no, no, yeah. it was yeah. Birds of Prey. I think it was. Anyway, I'll look back. No, I saw Birds but of Prey.
1: Not in the. Not in the theaters. Yeah, but what did, did you
2: though? see though? This is I gonna saw In the Heights. Whoa! Right. Oh, in, in the, the theater, Lin Manuel not... Miranda's uh um fucking contemporary art. Epic. art. Yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, it's a musical. love letter. It's a love letter to my neighborhood, Washington Heights here in New York City. It's if it, I mean, granted, it's a musical, so it's loud, it's in your face, yeah. but it has really uh good. Again, we fucking reviewing in the Heights. Have you guys seen it? <laughs> of
0: course. <laughs> Of course, I, I know have I ha- I two. haven't
2: seen it yet. I, I was actually I think bro, we were, we were planning on this watching the it this neighborhood weekend. that welcomed you.
1: Fact. Hell yeah, the in the high, it's in my fucking heart, man. Just, so, yeah.
0: The know, musical the, the musical was fucking mind-blowing, dude. I saw that shit twice. That's how good that shit was. Like and the movie, you saw you
1: saw them that the movie twice, yeah. No, or... no, no,
0: no, 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 no. I saw the, the In the Heights was first a musical. Yeah, yeah, Broadway. I know. So you
1: saw the actual musical? Yeah,
0: I saw the actual musical twice. Shit. Yeah. yeah, that's how good that shit was. I saw it once I had orchestra level seats and then once I was up in the balcony. Oh, but wow. That shit, that shit was bomb. And then Yo, the you're... movie, I cried the whole second half. You're a patron oh. of the arts. I'm a, yes. fa- <laughs> I'm a thespian. I'm a chespian. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, but
2: anyway, <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Oh, yeah, because of Nightwing's origin in, in Titans, right? <laughs> I think it's like S- Santa Prisca or something. That's like where Bane... Or yeah, right? yeah, that's, that's where probably, Bane's that's from, from yeah. right? Oh, yeah. No, 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 It wasn't Santa Prisca. No, was Santa Prisca's like an Corto, island. It was yeah. Corto Maltese. Corto Mar- Maltese, how they would say it. And that's that's an, uh, an homage to Tim Burton, 1989 Batman. The Corto Maltese is a fictional place. I think he created it for Batman 1989. If, if it wasn't like Daniel Neal in the comic book, uh, rest in peace. But I think it was a Tim Burton uh, addition to the lore of Batman. And that's where, you know, Nightwing, he, he uh, imprisons himself. I don't know why. Uh, he just is like, at some point in the season, he has no direction. So he decides to go to prison, has this revelation.
0: <laughs> oh, no, and that...
2: <laughs> oh. That's what I love about like if, if Rob saying like no it doesn't suck but like he goes to prison I don't
1: know I why know he just over
0: like mind blowing shit he has no direction to he it was one of to the prison. dumbest I... things
1: in this in this
0: like he was in the I airport no
1: and then like
2: suddenly like he says like arrest me or he does something stupid I don't know what it was it was so dumb I like that scene but anyway uh, both season <laughs> one and two are on HBO Max so fans if you haven't seen it already show HBO Max some love and show Titan some love. That's coming out in on August 24th. Is that what I saw? Yeah, let's I go, think let's so. Let's go with that. Let's go yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And tell yep. them the LOZ sent We're trying to get those lifetime subscriptions.
2: Hell yes. exactly. And
1: especially now because we're repping in the Heights, you know. You can go to your local movie theater now. Enjoy if you're vaccinated. But you can also just watch it from the comfort of your own home in HBO Max, which is what I'm going to do this fucking weekend. I'm going to watch in the Heights. And also, are we going to take advantage now that we're live on air we're gonna see Rod. If you liked In the Heights, bro, watch Hamilton, dude.
0: I know. Word. Yes, and what the I fuck, man? Like, if you like that, dude. And shoot. fans, just to see how interesting our dynamic as a group is, you can go back to past episodes and hear us trying to convince Rod to watch In the Heights. I mean, see Hamilton, him actively resisting, now watches In the Heights and he might watch <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah. Just, just so people see it at work. Oh, yeah, dude. I, I, wanted
1: to, I wanted to ask just, just, just to get a little for the fans out there to let us know. And also just for me, because I'm not 100% sure, right? Because we we're talking about, obviously, because we're proud of who we are. Fucking Latinos, hombres, Latinos. And right, because we're Rod, Rod is like, born and raised in the Heights. Uh, Ches actually, I don't know. Were you also born and raised in the Heights or primarily in the Bronx? Or where actually, from?
0: fuck all that nonsense. I was actually born in the Dominican Republic.
1: Oh, I didn't know that
0: shit. Yeah, I am You're actually... I am Santiago American or where? As it gets. Um, San Pedro of Macoris. Oh, also San, known Pedro as de San Pedro de Macoris. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like a little town by the ocean. I was literally raised maybe like half a block away, no, no, like half a mile away from the ocean or something like that. Like less than two to three miles away from the ocean. Then got here when I was like four years old, grew up in the Heights, met Rod's fam. Then I moved here to the Bronx, which they need to do a whole separate musical about it. The Bronx. <laughs>
2: And they explore that part of of uh, mm-hmm. like the, the the mass exodus of Dominicans because of gentrification from Word. neighborhoods like Washington Heights. Yeah, and then they explore that, and they also explore like you said, like you were born in DR Then you, exactly. can, you know, one of the characters goes through that same scenario. Not to give spoilers, but it's a touching movie, and I I, I can imagine why it might have uh you know touched a few.
0: I'm telling you the one Tendered. thing that surprised me the most because I went in there, like even I'm talking about like mad years ago when I was gonna watch the music. I'm like, all right, I want to see this because I want to see how they glamorized our not so super amazing fucking place that we come from, but it has like you know, like it's layered, it has its flavors, it's extremely interesting. I want to say, and complex for lack of a better term. So when I went to the musical, I was going in there. With skepticism, I'm like, they're probably gonna make us some fairy tale shit. I was like, holy crap! Why am I crying halfway through this? through the accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> All and, right. Yeah, but fuck, we digress. But you know what? It deserves a shout out, dude. Shout out no. to Manoa Miranda, and the Miranda Verse.
1: Yeah, the Miranda Verse, dope, man. And it's, and it's, and, it's, and I think it's good for the fans out there to know to know get get the nose a little bit more, right? and also for me to get to know. I didn't. I did not know these things. Of Ches, which is actually funny, because in in a few months, and actually when 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 Titan season two comes out, it'll be the ten years since I've known you guys. That's when I I moved the fucking wow. New York, twenty eleven. So August twenty eleven. So, and I didn't know that shit. I've known you for ten years, Chez. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were fucking born. God,
0: and for man, those
2: that's a decade,
0: word. And for those fans wondering, yes, I am a citizen. Just just in case. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, the times are crazy. Just just got to make sure that's fucking thrown out there for sure. <laughs> well, oh, and by the way, please, mister Linmanu Miranda, do our show. If somehow you hear about the Legion on Zoom, <laughs> do our show. If you like comics, it'd be epic. It'd be lit. Please do our show.
1: Yo, yes. And I think building off of the musicals, I think. You know, because we we, we we love music. We love all this. So I think I, I want to share for today's drink of the week. We mm. got a very fucking special drink of the week, not at all related to musicals and Lin-Manuel Miranda's <laughs> work, but related to fucking metal, which is the other mm. shit we all fucking love here. Max. This is Blackened. This is a whiskey that was made by Metallica in conjunction with some company. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. <laughs> you know, just it's blackened whiskey, and so this is their fucking bottle that I just got like today. And look how much I've been drinking. Over- <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> nah, nah, it's been a week It's, it's a two-liter
0: bottle of whiskey, folks, and it's gone. Right.
1: Look at that. It's a beautiful fucking box with the Metallica fucking black uh, album logo. Which you know, it's lab- It's the name of the 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 drink. You know, it's based off of the "And for All" uh album, the first song of the album, "Blackened." One of the best fucking songs out there. That's what we're enjoying tonight. It's a fucking great drink. And and we would love to have Metallica
2: on the show too one day.
0: Something yeah. like that. That would be dope. Facts. I- hey, Metallica, do our show.
2: <laughs> and I see you're ripping Mastodon on your t-shirt, right? Mm-hmm. You actually put me onto that band. I mean, I hadn't known of them, but I never explored their catalog until you came and started playing it nonstop. I'm like, You hear an album enough times and it grows on you. Shout out to Mastodon. Yeah,
1: shout out to Mastodon because also, and we'll be reviewing this soon in a future episode, they actually wrote a song for a comic book related uh, event. We talked about the death metal event, but it recently from DC's Dark Knights Death Metal, uh, they made uh, an album. And there's a bunch of fucking artists uh, uh, that are putting music uh, for it. Mastodon, which is what we're wearing tonight. Uh, on it too, not Metallica, but Mastodon. So fucking good. So I'm drinking Metallica, listening to Mastodon while reading comments and talking to my boys. So Fuck. cheers, everybody out there, man. Yo,
0: that's metal on metal. You're basically an alloy. <laughs> I know my fucking metallurgy. But wait, right. wait, wait, real quick, but like, cause I just wanted to the fans because in our thread that we have between us three, Miguel sent us a picture of the technology that went into this whiskey. They blasted Metallica music at the fucking barrel to get the whiskey deeper into the wood so it gets more flavor. There's no way I didn't want to not mention that. That's yep. like one of the greatest things I've about- heard. <laughs> And I'm
1: glad you mentioned that because also like it's it's unique batches. I'm batch one fourteen, and it gives you with the Spotify code. You go to Spotify and you have your unique playlist that this beautiful whiskey was listening to while it was preparing itself to be That's ingested it. by me. Uh, <laughs> so, where you
2: score this this magical whiskey? What well, would I score it? It's actually really, uh, it's actually good. I was honestly thinking. No, no, was, no. And uh, I meant where, where did you, where <laughs> do you get
1: it? You get it? <laughs> oh, I oh, don't um, give
0: a fuck about your opinion. He wants to know what you got
1: <laughs> on. No, but I do. It's, I do think, cause I think, you know, fans out there, you see things it's gimmicky and you're thinking, eh, it's really not that good, uh, uh, but it's actually good. It's actually good whiskey. Uh, uh, I recommend it. And I just got it online. I got it online. I, I I'm, I'm a big Metallica fan. So I'm under newsletter. So I got an email from them saying they <laughs> had a whiskey. So I'm like, I am getting this. And it's surprisingly affordable. It was like 60 bucks and it's a whole fucking thing, you know, and it got shipped from like, they have different places that got shipped. It got shipped from Connecticut. So it's like nearby and and I highly recommend it. And, you know, there was some good music uh, on it that I can, I can taste (laughs) some classic Metallica tunes.
0: Oh, so dude, then I got a request for you then if possible, get your hands on the Slipknot whiskey and try that shit.
1: Oh yeah, I do. I do want to get that one too. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, because that's specifically the the clown, I think, right? It's the clown uh, mm -hmm. guy from uh, Slipknot that he's like, all right, that's what we got to do. Yeah,
0: but but they've all been promoting it. But still fucking just uh, that'd be pretty late if you go like on a metal band whiskey, not Bender, but, you know, streak. (laughs) All
1: right, I'm on it. Exactly. For the fans out there, we're going to try to mix this metal with fucking whiskey and fucking comics.
0: Facts, facts. And now, going off an epic ass drink and getting into some epic ass think. That's the best that I could do right now. (laughs) Let's get into fucking episode two of Loki, titled The Variant. Dude, this episode, like, it's it's weird. It was a bit like I've never seen the character of Loki so. Wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. Oh. I That's do just want to say, I think obviously for the fans out there, you're listening to this right now, it's fucking gonna be spoilerific. Oh word.
0: Fuck. Spoiler alert here. Spoiler alert. Okay. Yeah, so I've never seen the character in such like I guess like humble place. Like I'm surprised at such a transition. But then I'm not surprised at how it worked out. But overall, I like I like how things are starting to get a bit more fleshed out. And I was surprised by the big reveal at the end of the episode. What did you guys think?
1: Well, I, I honestly, I think I, I, for me to go now, you, know, it's, it's, you guys remember last week, if you heard our episode or you're watching us on YouTube, you'll see the uh, episode one review uh, by itself. I wasn't that big of a fan of the first episode. I gave it, what, I think a seven overall. This is the episode that did it for me. I'm, uh, really? I am, I'm hooked. Now I'm into this, you know. Wow. I I will say I still, I'm not as excited as I was for Falcon and Winter Soldier or for uh, WandaVision, but I'm into it. I'm, I'm very excited about it because now, because like I said, the first episode was a setup, right? It's because now we're into the story, right? Like now we're like, oh, okay. Like I didn't need to know what happened to Loki. I went to the theater to see what happened to Loki. Now we're fucking seeing this new experience. And I I liked it. It's 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 cool how they're trying to explain the way they work with the time, you know, travel. And and you know, I really love the especially the scenes between Loki and and which Wilson? It's Mobius. Mobius, yeah, right? Mobius, was, yeah. And Mobius in terms of trying to figure out how to catch this Loki variant, right? Uh and and apparently I think what was interesting because because I guess for the fans for out there, for them to show, right? Because t- to tell them what it was about, right? That's, it's about him working with Mor- Mobius in terms of how to capture this Loki variant that's been killing uh, uh, TBAs, which is how episode one ended. Uh, the-, the plot doesn't really move that much further from that, other than just yeah. like, seeing the paperwork and then a lot of character development between Mobius and Loki, their interactions, Loki trying to fuck them over a little bit at the beginning, right?
2: <laughs> like trying yeah, to <laughs> the mo the Mobius caught it, right? He's like, he's lying. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Let's don't do what he says. You do, th- I don't know, man. This show is another mind fuck show. Like it's kind of like WandaVision. It- it's gonna have people making all kinds of guesses. Word. What- I mean, like there is a possibility that um it is not a Loki variant, right? That they're chasing. there's a possibility oh. this is another ruse you know that somebody's pulling on Loki to, to use him as a tool and then and then like you always wonder whether or not Loki actually has a plan. like if he really is 10 steps ahead of everything that TVA does like so I like that every episode is gonna have tons of questions you don't know. They're playing 40 chess with each other Mobius and Loki and it's variant. It's a whole shit show and I like how they integrated like a scene where they go to Pompeii and then (laughs) that was figures out that if you're in an apocalypse scenario then you can do whatever the fuck you want
1: yo and i love that exactly right because that was loki's detective work in terms of figuring out where is this variant right and then realizing that the variant can hide in apocalypses because no matter how much you fuck with time it's all going to get destroyed because it's an apocalypse about to happen right and by apocalypse we mean big catastrophic events right so like for example like rod said Pompeii right and so they went to Pompeii to test it out then they just fucked it all up they said who they were like and fucked and, and it it didn't change the timeline at all because well Pompeii the 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 ¿cómo se llama Vesuvius right is the volcano blew yeah. yeah. up and still killed everybody so nothing changed so that's that was really fucking cool also i wanted to comment though rod you said uh, that they're playing 40 chess with each other loki and i love that comment you're right because We did have those scenes where Loki's saying that he's 10 steps ahead, right? And he's trying to, he's a schemer, schemer, right? He's fucking, you know, it's Loki. But I love that was that one scene in the elevator where Mobius tells Loki, like, what what did he tell him? Like, he says something like, look, I'm doing this because I care about you because I see a wounded kid who wants to do well and, you know, and this is what he wants or something. And and he wants to prove that he's better than this other Loki. Uh, Or, and then he says, or I'm just saying that to fucking motivate you because that's what you'll do. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, let's just pick do it. <laughs> and I, I pick one. And, and I love that because that, exactly that shows what you're describing, the, the chess piece that Mobius could either be genuine with him about it or he's just doing it because he knows Loki and that's what's going to get him to participate in this.
0: Dude, the fucking layers in this show are ridiculous. Part of me also keeps wondering is like, why didn't you just keep one of those Infinity Stones? Because you're apparently stepping out into the regular reality. You know what I'm saying? Is like, I don't think anybody would have noticed that you would have taken one. There's a bit of a loophole. You're like, it's like you took a paperclip. Like you could have taken the foot. Fu- like you could have taken the time stone. Ironically enough, it's all this. But shit.
2: they. But but if he steps into the real world, then that stone becomes anomalous, and it'll trigger their devices. Because that's what they find. Ah, They find anachronism. Never mind. That that gem would be an anachronism. I I, I don't know. They could do some fuckery. It's it's still still a possibility.
0: Fucking Feige. He thought about
2: that. Right. Yeah. (laughs) And we,
1: exactly. And we still need to know how this Loki variant, because also, I'm not, I wasn't completely sure if they, they kind of, did they tell us in this episode that there's been other Loki variants, right? Because they have this scene where they showed us. Different versions of Loki, which for the fans out there, they showed us actual um, versions of, that we've seen in the comic books, mostly from the Jason Aaron run recently. They showed us like a Hulk type Loki, which was illustrated once by um, uh, Russell Dodderman. I actually don't know if that was actually in this comics before that, probably. But there was also like the old school Viking Loki there in this holographic yeah. image look so fucking dope right and i know was obviously always funny to see loki going like but i'm i'm, I'm the best one
0: <laughs> and i like how it kind of turns into a thing where everyone's really trying to tell him like no you're not the top loki like accept that like for all your grandeur and dashing handsomeness tom hiddleston you're not the top loki but then Before we get to the reveal, we get some cataclysmic shit where clearly like, well, like dozens upon dozens of the best way that could be described is time resetting bombs go off at the same time. So it's literally a time bomb uh, like goes off and this not really destroys, but it turned a straight line into something that looks like the human nervous system. (laughs) Because that's what I was thinking as it happened. I was like, "Oh shit!"
1: Word exactly for the fans because this is the scene, right? what Was leading to the they're trying to catch the variant Loki, figuring out what they're what they're doing, and then they they go to this apocalyptic event in 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 the future and in, in sort of near future, right? It was like 2050 or something like yeah. that, where they realize that that Loki is taking have they he's been stealing they've been stealing all these um uh uh, uh the, the, time, the timeline reset things and fucking drops it all over the fucking time stream, the timeline. And yeah. it starts to fucking blow up. And like you're right, Chess. It looked like a fucking just nervous system from one little river kind of thing to blowing up like that in, in, the, in the monitors of the TBA. It's like, what the fuck? And also like, why? What's the
0: plan? What, what are they doing? And mind you, the one thing that we're not addressing is this is like, and I just realized this now, like while we were talking about this, this is end game, not end game. The movie, end game. The concept type shit. Like, yo, you blew up the timeline. It's episode two. <laughs> what the fuck? Like, <laughs> you successfully pull off something that's technically as big as bigger than Thanos getting the Infinity Stones, which took a decade of movies. <laughs> I literally just realized that right now. In two hours, they <laughs> they topped Phase One.
2: Ooh. wait those okay those um time grenade bombs right didn't they all get into the tva
0: nah they got nah. different points in time yeah that's okay. why that's why like um that's why what's it called what the holy time stream the sacred timeline um yeah. it started yeah started to diverge and different okay. like so those are all different realities like yeah, so she, and
1: that's why so, the TVA monitors were all freaking freaking out like that yes. one dude right that, that has fucked with loki was like what the fuck's happening can't believe this is all happening at the same time like what to do yeah
0: it's kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of like they were all stock traders and they saw like black tuesday happen oh, you know like shit. the day of the great depression with the whole market crash that's what they saw and it's like Dude, like if once again, if you think about it, considering what they turned the Infinity Stones into, they just top all of phase one in the second episode of Loki. So what the fuck is next? Like, how is this shit going to play out?
2: Yo, I rewatched episode one. Right. Uh, Glorious Purpose. And there's a scene that I, I didn't catch the first time around, but I saw the, the second time around. So, you know, that office dude. That tells loki about all the stones and how they're used as um paperweights yeah the uh-huh the office guy when he's explaining to uh to uh the the agents the time agents like what's what's going on with the escaped loki he's like yeah he told me he's gonna gut me like a fish whatever the hell that is
0: yeah, he didn't know what a fish was. right english. right yeah. yeah what about that
2: so like you know he's a human man he doesn't know what a fish is but he's speaking in english right so so, like, is he alien? Is he a robot? Like, is he? I'm glad you bring this up. Let's
1: get into it. Let's Everybody put your tinfoil fucking hats <laughs> on. Happy Sylvia time. <laughs> Let's talk about it.
0: Yeah, well, because I've been wondering, just from a simpler standpoint, how the fuck did you become a TVA agent in the first place? Well. It's the same question that you just bring up.
1: I think in this second episode, they mentioned that a little bit. The English thing. Let's not talk about that because I think that's a classic thing. It's also like, why does Loki right. know English? Right, right. Why does Asgard Asgardians talk speak English? They
0: covered that though. Because why does
1: Gamora mentioned... speak English? Like I don't know. I don't remember. Like actually, no. But he, in not, show, not in though, that
2: and... way. I didn't mean it in that way. Like why they speak English in space? Is that he said he's in a gut? Is there the fact that you don't know what fish yeah. is, but you can speak all the words? Like, so there's this the... an unusual concept? But go well, ahead. Remember
0: close. that one of the agents had said in episode one, like. Um, don't speak whatever in front of me. I know all the languages in the timeline.
1: Yeah, 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 I know that. So yeah, they yeah. could learn
0: shit at, like, infinitum.
1: Like. Oh, so they just chose English as their main language? Fuck that. No, but go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, I, anyway. For, for
0: conspiracies. <laughs> no,
1: no but the thing is, in the sec... Oh, sorry. So I'm going to provide... One is the evidence from episode two. And then second is a theory that I just read actually right before the we started recording. It's so, because, no, in, in episode two, there's that moment when he's having this conversation with Moby as Loki in after lunch or something, like just on on, on a table and questioning, like, you just believe this. Like, you just believe, like, where you came from, right? You know, and because, and then that's because I asked him, right, why do you like um, so much jet skis, right? Yeah. And he's like, you know, because jet skis were less fucking, he's like, time sucks there's so much crappy shit jet skis were actually a perfect thing of like fucking what was it <laughs> like you know ingenuity it a, and- it, it,
0: yeah it was like a perfect unification between art and ingenuity or some <laughs> yeah, shit exactly like
1: and he's like i love those like it's fine but because but, but he didn't at that point kind of said that he was created by the timekeepers to be a tba agent and then loki told him like really is that what you believe so you just believe that like and then like he asked him like well where, where are you from and he's like, well, you know, I'm from some, you know, giants on Jotunheim, and, you know, raised in Asgard. And and then so he's like, do you hear how silly that sounds? He's like, <laughs> and, he, and you just believe that? So he's like, we all just believe these things too. And so it's like, that's, I think, how they're trying to explain that. You know, they, they kind of let us to believe. That's why nobody knows all these shit, because these are people who were created by the timekeepers who I guess have, if they're controlling time, they're ants, basically. Yeah, they can probably create people like that to be there. It's
2: kind of crazy. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, no, it's okay. fucking bananas. But but that's what uh, Mobius said, right? And so that might explain why the other guy doesn't know mm-hmm. fish because, like, he told Loki, like, his Loki even was like, How do you not know what fish are? And he's like, Well, I've lived my life in a desk, right? So that's that's makes sense if he was just created for that. Now, tinfoil hat on conspiracy theory.
0: Damn, you didn't have it on yet?
1: (laughs) No, no, because this is what was said. This is what was
0: (laughs) said in the show.
1: (laughs) You know, it's like some people are saying that these are actually people taken from different points in time by Mm. Kang. Oh, that Kang was one of the three timekeepers and then like took over something and like fucked with them to try to make the timeline the way he wants to be.
0: So maybe okay. there was four timekeepers instead of three. And they got rid of Kang. And there's only, like, you know what I mean? Like, erases image from time or whatever. No. Maybe there used to be four timekeepers, keepers. And um, you just bring up a very valid point. Because as far as them being able to create people, Ra it was kind of crazy. But you forget that we have the Eternals on the horizon. What if... Think about the scope of shit we're dealing with. What if this shit also connects with the Eternals? Because, as per the comics, somebody stop me if I'm wrong. The Eternals were the people that played with human genetics to create the meta human gene, correct? The, wait, wait,
1: wait, wait. wait no, the, the, Eternals, the, the, right? the Eternals were not involved. Or oh, I'm thinking the meta- about like the
0: ones that came before that.
1: Like. So, no, it, you're not completely off. So, this it was the celestials right so the celestials ah, okay, okay. are these godlike space aliens that came to earth and they created the eternals and off of like basically they came to earth in primitive time grabbed humans and made them they created two different kinds of branches one's the eternals and one's literally called the deviants which is <laughs> i don't really understand and then they kind of they've been at war with each other and whatever but in the comic books Apparently, they did, it's, this is through Jason Aaron's Avengers run, which we're talking mm. about Heroes Are Born and all that and Enter the Phoenix, that um, a celestial died on Earth way before any kind of like human life really existed. And that his like cosmic ooze or cosmic death decay led t- to the creation of like metagenes and like that kind of stuff. And wh- that's why Earth is so populated with that fucking shit.
0: Dude, I have a, oh, ew, So it's like, as he was decaying, like the rot created metahumans. Yeah, that's dude. Epic. <laughs> that's epic. All right, okay, so then think about, this. I think in some weird way, and I'm talking about right here, we're trying to zoom out to the highest levels. Like there's no more zooming out than this. Like we're at the back of the setting. Like all this shit is connected. The Eternals, the Timekeepers, the Celestials. I think that's where all this shit is going. And we're going to start to see some trickles of that. Because if you think kind of where it's going, they eventually kind of have to mention the Eternals, no, or the Celestials in some way. It seems like it's headed that way, considering what already happened in episode two.
2: Yo, I want to throw a quick shout out to our boy Anley. I know he's listening right now. He's like, it was Mobius, the van- the the renegade Loki. Damn. Like because like, Loki's in this, um, okay. So his goal, his reason for working for the TVA is because he wants to he wants a powwow with the Time Lords, right? And then and so does I don't know, I feel like Mobius is also working toward that. I forget that the, the conversation he's having with the judge. What's her name? The uh his homegirl? It's something something not. Yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah,
0: I forgot her name, yeah
2: like it's i think uh, I'm, I'm on it because okay what was the what was that um the mean witch's name from uh, agatha harkness. I got the harkness yeah is there any chance they're gonna pull out agatha harkness with this and then at the end he's really the one that the time mage manipulating all this bullshit like i don't
0: i don't think so because anyways, they showed shout us out to yeah word facts shout out to hangley um, Shout out to
1: random. That's, random. that's what we call them. So, I'm to like, Anli, who you talking about? Yo, Random, good looks, man.
0: <laughs> First, uh, um, they kind of addressed that in a way when they showed us the bad variant at the end of the episode. It was a chick. It was a female. It was a wait, 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 here. So we're,
1: we're, just, we're jumping. We're <laughs> jumping yeah. to
0: another thing. <laughs>
1: no, but but the building off of the, what rod was saying, I, I think I like that. That's a good comment. That's a good comment on Lee. Thanks for sharing that, bro. Um, but actually, because along those lines, I was actually thinking that the judge is not who she says she is, yeah, which is her her character's name is R. <laughs> Renslayer, um, which I just go- so the actress. I'm gonna butcher the name. The actress' name is Gugu Mundira. She's a she's a, I think she's a, a British, uh, of, you know, British actress is what it says. Um, that, that apparently I Googled her character and it's a character named Ravana Renslayer, who seems to be an actual character in the comic books uh, uh, that I, I, I don't actually know anything about, but I need to look into that. But 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 it's I I have that feeling that maybe she's because even, for example, Mobius has never seen the timekeepers. Right. And it seems that she's the yeah. only one that has. That always feels like, I don't know, like that feels weird. It's like, nah, dude, what's up up with that?
0: I've been getting the same vibes the way that people talk about the timekeepers. It's kind of like whatever there really is, no timekeepers.
1: All right, I got a question for you guys. So, the timekeepers, the, the, not the time, the TBA, the whole space where they're at, where they're at, where is it? Where do you guys think it is?
0: Outside of time, bro.
2: Yeah. Kind of like the speed force in a weird way.
1: What if you guys so I'm thinking, is it
2: outside of time, so outside of time though? But it's like in the quantum realm or something like that. There are for sure seeds for Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania being planted with all the Kang rumor. About maybe Kang is this uh season's Mephisto. I don't know. Are we all gonna be oh, Kang? Yes. Kang.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I'm dude. Okay, but here's the th- here's the thing though, because even though we were dealing with magic, right, which kind of involves Agatha Harkness and which kind of involves Mephesto, bro, this is time travel. This is Kang's domain. Hell like, they, yeah. don't, they don't do time travel, almost anything, unless there's a hint of Kang involved somehow. And shit, what bigger baddie would they be missing with so much potential and so much, what's the term, like, carte blanche or some shit like that, you know, like, creative freedom? then Kang, if you think about it, like, it's only right. Yo,
1: word. This would be right up fucking Kang's alley. And that would be dope because then it would set it up for the, for the next movies, right? For the, even the Multiverse of Madness, for the Ant-Man and the Wasp Mania, And I think just for that, so it's funny because so uh, Jonathan Mayers, who's the actor who got cast as Kang for the Ant-Man movie, he was actually, like, asked this directly about, like, is, is Kang going to make an appearance in Loki? And he, <laughs> the quote is, no idea what you're talking about,
0: which I think that's BS. Is bullshit. <laughs> like, exactly, like, that's I'm, BS. Th- th- there's no way you'd be that oblivious to that. Like, no, nope, nope. That's BS. I think that's it's that's so preposterous that that's him telling us that he's gonna appear. Like, I go total, like total opposite. Uh, yo, <laughs> right there, I think that told me. Like, that's he's yeah. in, he's in it.
2: I mean, I-, I wouldn't be so sure only because all right, bear with me on this one. Mm. These shows are, are integrated into the films, right? They're they're one in one. They're, they're all part of the large the same world. However, mm. however, WandaVision and Falcon and the Winter Soldier have both been somewhat inconsequential to the events that we're going to see in the movies. Okay, now we know that we're going to get a, a new Captain America movie. I'm sure they're going to explain why he is Captain America at the start of that movie. And we don't necessarily know what what level Scarlet Witch is gonna play or what the events of WandaVision are gonna play in Multiverse of Madness. This show could be another uh, another thing where they they make they raise the stakes without necessarily touching anything that's supposed to happen in the movies. You know, like using a variant Loki as the main character, a, guy, a, a character that you could destroy if you wanted because he isn't I- I'm sorry to
1: stop you right there, right there, actually, before you say any more, because apparently I got to double check if it was Kevin Feige or somebody else related, specific to MCU Studios, uh, the Marvel Studios, is that they, people have already said from the business, which I think it was Kevin Feige that said that Loki is the show that's most, most impactful for the MCU.
0: You took the words out of my mouth, bro. Yes, the God yes. King himself might have said that. Yeah,
2: yeah, so- for sure. And, and that's what I'm hoping for. And that's why I, I've told the guys this already. This is already my favorite of the three shows. Like, I, I love it, you know, and, and I hope it has, like, big impacts. It already seems to have that. If this whole time stream thing isn't just another illusion from another, uh, like, a another wizard that Loki's, like, going toe-to-toe with, if, if it is, in fact, himself or not, or if the TVA is legit. Or not?
0: Nah, I think with the variant drop, though those fucking time bombs and them shits went off. Them shits went off. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, the- and,
1: I, and, and 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 building off of Endgame with the time travel, and that we know that a Loki from the past got pulled. So I think the timeline and the, and the TBA. Are real and that's really happening. And when they travel in time, it feels genuine. How? Because that'd be a mad epic illusion to be played with all these different people throughout different fucking in the way yeah. past and the future. Uh, so I think that's real. But I agree with maybe the TBA isn't all they say they are. Uh, and then this whole thing about the Loki variant might not be all uh, they they say it is, which we haven't talked about. So let's get into it. Like they finally revealed to us who the the Loki variant that they're hunting is. And it apparently is Lady Loki. I'm going to add an asterisk to that. To add, because I, I don't know, maybe uh, I'll leave it at that before. I, what were what your guys' thoughts so far?
0: Well, I was surprised once again. It's kind of like the, the shock of all this almost breeds skepticism. Because, like, the big thing happened. They showed who the variant. It's like it all feels like there's still somebody behind it. Like, that wasn't who's behind it. It felt too simple for me.
2: Especially since we see the variant taking on other bodies. That's, exactly. what, that's what, what the confrontation is. It's it's Loki against, you know, Loki allegedly in the bodies of multiple people just like that are just standing by, it just takes them over and just keeps floating from body to body. So whether or not this, this uh, female is a variant, because, you know, because Loki's in the multiverse can be you know, giants, women, whatever. So, I mean, that would be cool, but I got the same impression you got, Chaz, that it's not...
0: Yeah, because it it could even be like that the actual variant, it's the green force itself that's controlling the female variant, who's not even bad. You know what I mean? Like, this shit could be layered as fuck. It felt too simple. Like, here, boom, timeline's blown up. Here's the variant, yada, yada, yada. And this is going to be the most consequential show of them all, and it's only episode two
1: no but that's what i love about it right because i think it lets us because now we need to know why is she doing it right why is this variant loki doing all this especially all that we know about the loki that we know and love what happened to this one right and it, and you make bring up a good point like is she working for another loki or some or king or something else right or or the green thing being somebody else controlling her i don't think so because that's very loki ish every time he uses his powers it has that kind of look and and the thing too it's like so i added the asterisk is because i think she's not necessarily just lady loki i think she's a mix of lady loki which we've seen in the in, in the in the in the comic books that happened after ragnarok uh this was during the Strasinski, uh michael straczynski's am um, with koypil's uh, run on thor wonderful fucking run um they all died, and Loki came back after Ragnarok are dying. but he came back in the body of the what's the, the that epic warrior from the Asgard Asgardian warrior?
0: I mean, which one? The, uh, there's Sif?
1: only ah, Sif, exactly she was, uh, exactly So oh. he came back like in kind of like in a lady Sif's body. and that's why he was like lady uh, uh, Loki. Ah, for, okay. for a minute. And so, but <laughs> there was a few things in this episode that for me, made me think that this Lady Loki is actually Enchantress, which is another key mm. character in the Asgard realm and an epic sorceress. One, she's blonde. So Lady Loki was never blonde in the comic books. Enchantress has always been blonde. Uh, and there was this one moment when she was doing this thing about switching bodies. And Loki said, that's such a good enchantment you did. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yo, oh, I'm like, you're fucking preparing me for Enchantress. And, and her were- magic is green. Uh huh, exactly. Her magic is green, which is mu- yeah. You're that's a great point, and mm, and like, so, but like. she's not just playing the classic, the main enchantress who had a, a like a um. Uh, what the guy, uh, what's his name? K- uh, Keith, Keith Urban, right? Carl Urban, uh, Keith Urban play- is
2: a country musician, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Carl Urban, right? Carl Urban, the executioner, well, the executioner, you know, right? You know,
0: I was just thinking about that. Like, he was working for Helen instead of the Enchantress. enchantress right? exactly.
1: Because in the comic books, Keith Urban's uh, 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 <laughs> an executioner is working with Amora, <laughs> the enchantress, but there is a Sylvie Lushton enchantress who was given her mystic powers by Loki. When Loki created her as a tool for chaos in the comic books.
2: Man, so I'm thinking wow.
1: that's who this is. And apparently, so, like, look, I'm not lying. When this happened, the episode dropped on Wednesday. I watched the episode during my lunch, working from home, watching it immediately went on Wikipedia. When you Googled Enchanters on Wikipedia, it said, you know, it, at the first paragraph, it said, played by uh 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 sofia di martino uh version of sylvie lushton on loki's plus and then it got deleted and then it's not there anymore i read it
0: oh yo fucking we might have legit hit our first loz exclusive for some reason (laughs) i'm all in on this theory i'm all in i'm all in i'm all in right there miguel got it that's it we're gonna get shot. So then and- it makes
1: you it makes you wonder if it is that enchantress if it's that version from the comic book that Loki created, which Loki created
2: her mm. right? Is it the one we know? Is it some other one? Is it or is it King Out? <laughs> or is it Mobius? Isn't that name oh! isn't that name suspect too? Like yeah,
0: because I've been thinking about that the whole time. Like that's a pretty epic name. I mean, the one Mobius I know is the one in DC, the new god from the Mobius chair. But it's Metron. like the Metron, who sits right. in the mobius chair but the term itself for the name mobius is usually reserved like reserved reserved for epic ass level beings
1: hell yes like the french artist there's the awesome french artist mobius with this awesome stan lee book for silver surfer amazing artist but actually not the not the rain on the parade is i actually google about it. so there is a character named mobius in tba so the TBA hasn't been such a big presence in the comic books. I think they were kind of created by Walt Simmonson and, and during his and I think in, in, in Louise Simmonson's run on Thor. And I don't know a lot about it, uh, but apparently Mobius exists. And, I, and apparently he was very prominent during a Fantastic Four series. And it's just like that. Like it's just some random white dude, agent, bureaucrat of the TBA. And so it's like, <laughs> oh, like... Okay, like, all right. So I know that's why I'm like, it's a too much of an epic name for such a like, uh, just a and listen, man,
0: pencil and pusher. Fuck, and hot on the heels of that crazy ass theory by Miguel, which honestly I think is fucking right, I'm gonna say that. So after the reveal, right, they all jump, you know, through like, well, the bad Loki, the quote unquote main bad guy that we just got in episode two, jumps in through a time portal, and I think at that moment. Loki realizes what's at stake, and he decides, big scheme. I'm going to faux betray the TVA so I can save everything in the end. Oh,
2: uh, I, I got that impression, too, that, Mo- that Mobius may have wanted him to leap through that, to follow yeah, the adventures.
0: exactly. Interest. Bro, yo, yeah, we're fucking...
2: We're Pepe's.
0: Facts. Yes.
2: You're right, because they say, Not, they not I, Pepe cause... the Frog.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <crazy. shows> <laughs> No, not, no <laughs> not that one. No, yeah. it's like because the show
1: ends epically like that, right? Like with this confrontation with this lady Loki slash enchantress, and she escapes, and then Loki escapes. And, and then the t- it ends in such a cliffhanger that would be typically left for a season finale. <laughs>
0: like it's,
1: what? it just brings up a good point. It's episode two.
0: Yeah, you like know. what the fuck? That's the one thing I caught is like they dumped the whole load on us. It's like, whoa, what's after this then? right and
2: and also loki's the best performing premiere so far and i saw a headline i don't know if it's true yeah they're gonna move their shows to wednesday release moving forward yeah i think this is doing really well i love the theme song
0: i um i'm sure that this had been stated stated before but i'm gonna say it now because i think it's actually happened now for real tom hiddleston has arrived and I know he's been low key in the movies, but this is just Tom Hiddleston on top of yeah. Tom Hiddleston on top of Tom Hiddleston and it's amazing. He's the yeah, He's ride.
2: the reason and and, and of course was it Owen Wilson? What is it? Yeah, Owen Wilson? Yes. Luke yes. Or Owen? <laughs> Luke oh is, no, is, Owen. Lucas and C. Yes, okay, got it. But yeah, now I if I don't know, if you had to choose if you haven't let's say is it it's probably not the case, but if you haven't seen any of the Marvel shows yet and you got to choose between all three. I would say, hands down, go with Loki. And it's because, like, Tom Hiddleston is just nailing it. He's great in the movies. Oh, yeah. He steals every scene he's in. But in this one, I just love his showcase of it. He's, he's like, speaking Latin in, in episode two. I love Max. it.
0: And his hair is amazing. He's <laughs> yeah. just part of the acting. Like, it's kind of like Miguel's hair, but, like, nicer. <laughs>
2: Like fuck you! <laughs> this is beautiful hair right now, Shit.
0: bro. I just compared you to Tom Hiddleston. You're on glasses the spectrum is a with him. The
2: <laughs> Jewish version, Tom Hiddleston.
0: <laughs> Tom, Tom Hiddleston.
2: <laughs> That's a variant, right there. Word. Word. It is a variant
0: of Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> No, no Is but you know it- Hiddleston
2: low key variant. Oh. Damn, pepe, pepe. Oh, no, 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 no,
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm nah, that's nah. mad meta. No, 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 That's mad mad. I'm not fucking <laughs> mad meta. No, no. I'm damn that's crazy. Yeah, Fuck, you know what? That should prove my mind on that note. I'm gonna go think about what he just said, and I'm gonna do some writing on that. And also gonna go finish fucking sweet tooth because we gotta talk about that shit soon. People, that's coming yes. up. So stay tuned for that. On that note friends, countrymen and lovers. Love you guys. Always an honor. Always a pleasure. People, this is Chez.
1: Yo, and people and this is Miguel. We told you Enchantress right here. Live exclusive Max. LOC. Go Google this shit. Read about it and share the LOC love out there, people. Have a good one.
2: That's right. And I'm Rod. Go watch Loki episode one and two if you haven't already and go watch In the Heights um, currently playing in your local movie theater or HBO Max that we all love.
0: Word, and it then
1: is. go walk through the heights. That'd be epic. Peace. Yeah, yeah, Later. Legion on Zoom, starring and produced by Jose Perez, a.k.a. Chess, Rodney Martinez, and myself, Miguel Arce. Click subscribe on wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or shoot us an email at legiononzoom at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Legion on Zoom.